welcome to the Animal Rescue Podcast, which you always wanted to know but didn't know who to ask. We will be talking with different people throughout the animal rescue world, finding answers to the questions you've been wondering. All right, Kristen and Erin, thank you so much for being on the Animal Rescue Podcast. You are here with uh, Natural Petlix, the CBD company for pets. Yes. Right? Just pets. Yeah. So all animals, but we call it Licks. Um, Naturalpetlicks.com is our our website. And it is a pet wellness company, and we're focusing on superfoods and CBD infused um, a product line. So that's what we have right now is everything is focused on CBD, CBG in the oils, in the soft bites that have been recently released and in the um, salve or the balm that we have as well. Okay. If you wouldn't mind, let's start with a little bit of background because I know that's kind of how you guys got started in this specifically. Um, so Erin, what is your background with CBD? Sure. So I um, am based here in Oregon. And um, about six years ago, uh, one of my very close friends uh, started to kind of um, dabble in what it looked like to be involved in early cannabis in Oregon and the licensing behind that um, for everything from growing and producing to retail. And um, when it was about to launch an early rec, he had established some pretty incredible retail um, opportunities uh, and licensing for that. And um, he'd kind of been talking to me before about coming to help on the business side. And I was like, oh, I don't really know what any of that is. (laughs) And I'm not really so sure, you know, that I'm going to leave my seven year, eight, seven, eight year current career. Uh, for that. And then he just kept talking to me. And I uh, one day went and toured uh, the first store that they built and was just kind of blown away by um, the just the beautiful store and the quality of what they were doing. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll entertain this. But again, knew very little. Um, I think at that time, I was like, I don't know how to tell you the difference between sativa and indica and all these things when it came to cannabis. Um, but I learned very quickly. And I um, built several retail stores for them and centralized distribution and the training program and just everything that went behind running uh, seven retail locations and building them out. And then I ended up selling the company to a publicly traded cannabis company. And so I continued on with the public company and worked for a few more years um, into the wholesale channel of the company and then into operations. And so I managed the production extraction, product launch, development of products over four states. So I got a lot, I got immersed basically in everything to do with cannabis and CBD. And so I knew that there was some pretty incredible things we could do when it comes to the quality of products because you know, I've been a part of that. Um, I believed and worked for a company that believed in education, which is, you know, a huge part of everything to do with CBD. Um, and so that's my, that's my CBD background. Awesome. Kristen, what about you? So I started a little different. Um, I started in actually a 
fish company at the time. Uh, and with the byproducts of some of the salmon, we launched a pet wellness company. So I spent seven years um, doing like logistics and finance and ops at, a, at the pet wellness company, um, as well as the fish company at the time. And at the same time, Aaron and I were running a rescue together. So we would often um, like have booths that were, you know, some of Spike Brands products and, you know, some rescue oriented. So we kept in touch through that for pet wellness. Um, I did a little bit of consulting at the very end of Aaron's time at the cannabis company uh, for just a, like a finance fill-in. And when I was exiting that company, um, Aaron was still in the middle of heading up operations over there and making everything flow. And we just decided, you know, this is the best time to launch this pet wellness company in November of 2019, not thinking that oh, no. COVID would hit <laughs> yeah. a few months later. Oh my goodness. Uh, can you time. tell me what is CBD? You want to take it? You go ahead. You love <laughs> okay. this. This is your favorite. Um, yeah. So it's a phytocannabinoid. So um, it's a molecule, not intoxicating. I like to stress that. Um, and it's one of the most um, highly concentrated compounds out besides THC, if you were looking at, um, at both derivatives, cannabis and hemp. Um, so it's one of the most prolific compounds that we find. It's um, non-psychoactive, which I meant, so it won't get you high. There's really a growing body of evidence that there's so many health benefits associated. And the study of cannabinoids and the endocannabinoid system overall is really only about gosh, 25 to 30 years old. So oh. the amount of benefits that we're finding from it are still relatively new, but basically what happens is it works in your endocannabinoid system, which is also working alongside your peripheral nervous system, your central nervous system, enteric nervous system, and it helps your body maintain homeostasis or balance, that internal balance. So for instance, um, as a, maybe just a quick example, say you have a a panic situation, you know, fight or flight, and your cortisol level spikes. If your body's not in balance, it's possible that your cortisol level could stay spiked or that inflammation could stay high. And it, it makes it hard for your body to get back into like a neutral state where all your systems work well together. But your endocannabinoid system helps your body stay in balance. So if your cortisol spiked, fight or flight, like for that situation, you'd want it to spike, but you'd want it to drop back down. When your endocannabinoid system is in, is in balance, that helps the rest of your body stay in balance. And um, CBD is one of the biggest contributors to that homeostasis or that internal balance. Okay. So what is the difference between using CBD in humans and CBD in pets or animals in general? Nothing. Okay. Um, so, Okay. Well, that's good to know. I've, I've seen, I mean, I've seen and heard that uh, CBD for people is bad for dogs because it, there's something about the receptors, but then other people have said, no, it's fine. So it just, so all, all mammals and some invertebrates and other types that I won't get into right now for our purposes, all mammals have an endocannabinoid system. Um, 
We use a coconut oil as a carrier oil. And I know that's a question coming down the pike in a few minutes. <laughs> yes. But we use a coconut oil as a carrier oil because it's largely not allergenic or problematic to any species. And we have really strict standards and you know, a certificate of analysis and showing that there's no lead, no pesticides, nothing crazy in there to go with each batch or each, each product that we bring in. Um, if you have like a salmon oil or if you have a hemp oil or some other carrier oils, there's allergens associated with those in certain animals or certain people, just depending on how that looks. And so coconut oil has so many superfood rich benefits to it. And it's a great carrier for the CBD. And that's why we decided to use that. But our products are human grade. So you can use them. You could eat the bites. You could use the balm. Um, so we're very careful on all of that. But it's all, it all comes down probably more to dosing, I think, when people are, are stressed about what dose it is for people versus animals. But, but I don't, there's not a difference between, you know, using uh, for, certainly for our product, using it for people or using it for animals. We focus on pets because that's our specialty and that's what our passion is. Um, but we take our product. I, I think, though, that there's a, a point to this, though, that, that I've heard people say and stuff that, you know, well, they picked it up at the cannabis store. That's a thing. So like, and then you might ask them, yeah. well, does it have any THC in it? Well, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I think it's primarily CBD, you know, mm -hmm. some of those types of things go on or they, or to Kirsten's point, they don't know what's in the product specifically. And, I, and that's where I think it's so important to look to specifically the, the pet companies producing the product or the pet stores that are educated carrying the product to ensure that they're getting the correct product for their pet. Um, so I, I always encourage people to go would, you know, to go more that route with the pet, just for the, the points that Kirsten make. And then, you know, there's a huge part that people think, oh, there's CBD in it, but it could be a two to one. It could be a one to one. There could be a lot more THC in the product. It might not just be a CBD product. So there's just a lot of varying things. Um, so I, I encourage it always to be looking towards a pet company for the product. So when it comes yeah. to your CBD, like you were just talking about a two to one or the, the ratios, um, like what are things to look for in when you're buying a, a CBD? So ours is hemp derived. Mm -hmm. um, we have a certificate analysis of analysis associated with every batch as mentioned previously. Um, we have our dosing guidance and everything associated with each of the products on every package and information that goes to the customer for their animals, specifically for their pets. So, and I should have clarified that better. So thank you, Erin, for saving that. Um, it's not that, it, there's nothing different, right? It's, it, ours is no zero THC. So there's no THC in our product. Um, that is a concern sometimes, you know, when you're looking at different products like at a, at a dispensary or, you know, off Amazon or whatever. But um, we do gear ours specifically for pets because that's what we're looking at for the dosing yeah. and for the ingredients that go in there. But the ingredients are human grade. That's how I probably okay. should have made that earlier. Yeah. Okay. So how, when it comes to dosing, um, you know, is, is there a point where there's too much? You know, I give my dog CBD and sometimes I wonder if, am I not giving them enough? Am I giving them too much? How do you know? 
in most cases, people aren't giving enough. <laughs> so okay. That. Okay. <laughs> Usually when you hear like, oh, it didn't work, yeah. it's generally because people are kind of a little timid and they actually don't yeah. give enough. And depending on like, you know, what you're using it for, sometimes they need more like anxiety or, you know, um, senior dogs with arthritis, they generally need more than our recommended dose. Right. Okay. Um, but you know, I always say like, if you give too much CBD, they're going to be sleepy. Want to take oh. a nap type of thing. Like that's going to be what happens. Cause there's, it's not like there's any with the, when I kind of said THC, like you've heard about a dog getting or, a, or a pet, somebody getting into THC and having a very adverse reaction, which yeah. is not good for them, but that's not the case with just CBD. Okay. Um, so can you use CBD with other animals? Yeah. I'll this let you is, take this. I'll let Kirsten yeah. take this one. She likes this one. God love you, Erin, for this. Um, <laughs> I say this often because obviously we went into dogs, cats, horses. Those are easy grabs. Pretty, pretty prolific among the pet and animal people. But there's a whole world of alt pets out there. Um, guinea pigs, hamsters, bunnies, llamas, chickens, llamas. We have, a, we have, we have yeah. a, a store employee that yeah. has changed the life of her senior <gasps> llama. Oh yes. my goodness. It's amazing. The llama wouldn't even lift its head. It was, oh yeah, no. she thought she was going to have to put it down and now she doesn't. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. wow. So every, every animal that we've tried it on, including a little, and I'm going to get this right, rose-haired tarantula while they were oh, changing her tank. It's not my gig. <laughs> but um, when they were changing her tank, she was a little more sedate when they gave it to her, a little, a little more docile, I think is how he said it. Yeah. Um, but she wasn't as prone to aggress. And I guess they shake hairs at you or something when you move them, if they get too stressed. Oh, we tried on a bearded dragon. She had a cut on her leg. We were going to give her the tincture um, by mouth because it's flavorless, odorless, tastes a you know, tiny, tiny bit nutty maybe, but all animals without fail have really loved it. And she licked it off her leg, but then she was like, totally fine. Stop bothering her leg. So we know that it works on even those who aren't considered our typical pets. Yeah. Um, use it on a cut, use the salve on a cut on a snake. I don't know, not sure I told Aaron that yet, but there you go. <laughs> <Heard that one. laughs> and then of course, like goats, sheep, cows, um, the horses, of course. And the results from it, depending on what the issue is, or if it's just a general wellness um, dose, then it varies a lot. So. It could make them less painful. It could make them move easier. It could make them less anxious. It really depends on what the body needs and how it works with the CBD oil, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Now you said that you have um, dosing recommendations that you send out with each of your products. Is that for just general wellness dosing amounts? That's our baseline, yeah. Okay. And yeah. Aaron, Aaron sends so many of those out every week. <laughs> um, and yeah, and she and Christina put together uh, beautiful dosing cards with really easy to access and easy to read information. So when you flip it over, you get an idea of what the benefits are when you flip it over. On the other side, you have a, you know, a quick synopsis of what each cannabinoid is. It's, it's just great information to have, but it's a baseline dose to start. And then- you can move up according to, you know, severe anxiety, mild anxiety, mobility, pain, just whatever it is. And we have additional dosing information on the site as well. 
Okay. What are some other things that you can use CBD for? I know you said anxiety and, um, you know, aches and pains. Are there other things that you've seen people use it for? I've had a lot of success with my own pets related to allergies. So that's, that's been a really, really great. I mean, I haven't had to give him an Apoquil shot, which is very bad for them since, um, since using CBD in his regular daily, you know, his daily wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's another way. Okay. We've used it on cuts for, you know, little, like little abrasions or like little fat faced dogs get the pyoderma under their chins or just get, they just hold moisture there. Um, it's great for alleviating like that edema that goes with that or some of that swelling there. Um, and as general wellness, and I think we can't say that enough. It's, it's one of the easiest things to do is just to give it a little bit of it daily. And then you're just giving a consistent balancing dose, which is nice. Yeah. Do you recommend people give a dose once a day, twice a day? Does that matter? My own yeah. probably are not the, the best. Uh, they get it whenever, just throughout the day. <laughs> um, because if I'm like, if I'm baking or if I have tincture with me and somebody looks, you know, a little like sore, limpy and my girl's 15 and a half. So she's oh, yeah. a little sore and limpy sometimes. Um, but normally I think twice a day, you know, morning and evening, if that works. Um, I'm not great with perfecting my timing, but I think, you know, as close as close to consistent as you can be. Yeah. Um, knowing that if you miss an hour or two, like it's not going to matter, but it's, it's really just lovely as a daily wellness. Yeah. Just to piggyback off of that. I think like in my case with my allergen ridden dog, yeah. he gets it, he's getting it once a day, but there's a lot of customers when, when you're avoiding or reducing to eliminate things like Rimadel and the dogs mm-hmm. have real, arth- they're real arthritic. They're getting it in the morning and in the night for the, okay. to be most effective, to help them with, with that. Um, same thing with like, if you have a dog that just generally suffers from anxiety, mm-hmm. they're getting it kind of morning and night, but then there's just also situational. So yeah. there can be something that, you know, is going to trigger your animal and that that's going to bring on an anxious moment that, you know, even if they were getting it as just their, you know, a morning dose or an evening dose, but you know, that there's going to be something that triggers or like in Kirsten's case, you know, her 15 year old who's go, 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 you know, over, you know, goes out for that extra walk and might need a little bit more because, you know, she's a little sore mm-hmm. and she might get an additional dose. So it's really just the need of the animal. And, um, but well, that's, what's nice with CBD is you have that flexibility to give it as needed for what, you know, situationally, what each animal needs it for. And it's not like you're going to harm the, you know what I mean? You can, yeah. like, kind of what we went back to, like, there was a story at a store where the cat had the cat at the store had broken its leg. Actually, I've heard this a couple of times at a few different stores and everybody was dosing the cat. Like they would do a shift change and the next person would show oh up goodness. thinking that the cat needed CBD. And then they're oh, like, no. why is the cat sleepy? Why is the cat take, you know, Time. why is the cat not being so <laughs> social today? Well, everybody had been dosing the cat. So that's kind of what you'll get if you overdose, but yeah. generally it takes a lot. I mean, you'd have okay. to be giving quite a bit. Okay. How long does it take for it to take effect? You know, I one of my dogs hates thunderstorms, like we'll hide behind the pillows, shakes. Um, so how long before a storm or can we give it during a storm? 
Is that going to, so it's nice if you can, if you can, the tincture is so great for that. That's why we love that people are have being able to use ours with such ease because it has the fastest activation time. If you can get it directly into the mouth, you're looking 15 to 20 minutes activation time. So if you kind of know that that storm's coming, right, then you can give, give it generally when, if, and then if you go to a treat, they have to metabolize it. So it can be Mm. 45 minutes an hour or however fast they metabolize. Yeah but definitely longer. But the nice thing about a tincture is you can give more, right? So you can quickly give more if you realize you gave some and it's, they, your dog needs a little bit more, you know, you can get that factor faster activation time. What I do tell people when we talk about a lot is if you're, if they're already into that anxiety, you're generally going to have to double that dose if they've already gone into it. So okay. if you can get, if you can get there before it, knowing yeah. that it's going to be something that triggers that anxiety for them, then generally a lower dose you might be fine with. If they're already into it, you're going to have to give them an increased dose um, to help them kind of settle down. Good to know. That is very good to know. I have seen different, like, what is it, 250, 500, 1000 milligrams of CBD? What's the difference between those? Uh, it's, it's just concentrated milligrams. So like, okay. so like all of ours are in a one ounce okay. um, bottle and then they go 250, 500, 1000, 2,500. And it's just the concentrated amount of CBD into the dose. So you can go, like, you could have a smaller dog and go up to the 1000. You're just going to give a lot less of the product. So like, okay. you know, we say that too, to people, it's like, if you're giving it, um, every day, two times a day, sometimes going up to the next size up so that you can give less product. It's more concentrated CBD is just going to make that bottle last longer. Okay. And what's nice is that like the thousand milligram is our best seller because we, there's a lot of the larger animals that need that higher constantly, you know, 80 pound dog, 90, hundred pound mm-hmm. dog that really need a higher dose They're you know, they want to get up into that higher milligrams because they're giving less of the product. Okay. They also have a 2,500. So for those cases where there's either small farm animals, right? Or (laughs) horses, obviously. Um, But you can use that for multiple pet households as well. Just dose up or down accordingly. So, yeah. Well, I have six dogs to dose. Oh, wow. So 2,500. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Highly recommended higher concentrate. Yes. Perfect. Okay. That's good to know. That is very good to know. All right. So I truly, when it comes to CBD, I don't know what I don't know. Are there any questions that you wish I would have asked, or is there anything that you feel like this is really important for people who are just getting into CBD for their pets? They need to know this. It's not puppy weed, so it's not (laughs) going to get them high. Um, no THC in it. It's not a snake oil and it's not a cure-all. Okay. That's where Aaron and I run into a lot of conversation. Well, you know, CBD didn't work for my dog. Well, what dose were you giving? Well, I don't know. What was the carrier? Well, I don't know. When we set out to, to make licks, what it, it is and what it will be, um, we wanted to make sure that we could address all the concerns so that we had enough educational information on there so that people could go as nerdy or as not nerdy as they wanted to. Um, and I think most people just want to know that it's not going to get their dog high, how much they have to give, and that if they gave too much, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they're, they would have to take so much to overdose. It's 
so much. And okay. even then it would be some sleepiness, like we mentioned, that's really going to be the extent of it. There's zero THC. Um, there, there are a ton of benefits to cannabinoids in general, and ours is a broad spectrum, but it's flavorless and odorless. So there's no hempy aftertaste. There's no weedy taste. There's no added flavors to it. One of the biggest, the biggest things, biggest requests, demand, whatever that Aaron had in the beginning was that this had, this could have no flavor, had to be flavorless, had to be odorless because people go, oh, my dog doesn't like it. Well, they highly anxious animals or painful animals or um, movement compromised animals get nervous and they don't want to take things. And our dogs wait so long, especially dogs or cats to show us to pain that they're so painful by the time they show mm -hmm. it. So giving them something they don't want to take and just saying, well, I just make them take it isn't alleviating stress. It's just right. adding to it. So Aaron said, this has to be flavorless and odorless. It has to be palatable. It has to be digestible. It has to be in a carrier world. It's not a common allergen. So giving it now is, is easy because they want to take it off the dropper or they mm -hmm. want to take it, you know, on their food or whatever. Um, so that it can be fast acting. It's, we have a lot of questions come up like, well, CBD doesn't work in these situations, not ours, not anybody's. It's just the, a common con concern, right? I'm taking my dog to the groomer, CBD doesn't work. He's still trying to hang himself. There's abject fear associated with a groomer. We can help with that, but CBD won't cure that. It'll bring the body back into balance. So fight or flight gets less strenuous because um, they've added some help along the way, but there's gotta be training that goes along with that. So it can accomplish a ton of things, positive benefits for the system, positive benefits mentally, physically, emotionally, um, that, but always, you know, a, there's gotta be a protocol with the owners helping that along as well. Um, it, it is a general wellness, you can't overdose on it. Uh, it's, it's important to know who your product is coming from and, and what they're putting into it and that there's a certificate of analysis associated that they're doing the work around um, putting the best product out possible. And I'll step on my previous statement again. It, is there, a, can you give our product to humans? Can you give it to pets? Yes, both. That's what I meant by not a difference, yeah. but I mean, zero THC versus THC, that's a big difference, right? Yeah. Um, getting it from a, um, somebody who's going through the process to get the best extraction methods and the best team put together so that it's not just random stuff coming out, that's important to know. It's important to know who your suppliers are, who your companies are, who your products are coming from. Yeah, how do you read an analysis sheet? Um, <laughs> we, will, we will send it to you. And it, it lays out pretty simply, like there's no pesticides, there's no heavy metals, there's, it, it should pretty much read zero on all those pesticides or okay. metals, you shouldn't see <laughs> any of that. that, that should just be zero. Um, and you'll see the, the milligrams of CBD associated with the test and with the batch, and that will match a batch number that you'll also find on your product. Okay. <laughs> yes. yeah. should be the yeah. operative word all right Erin is there anything else that I haven't asked that you think mm, people need to know this no I mean I think Kristen pretty much covered the 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 gist of it 
Um, and, you know, that's the big thing is that, you know, nothing's a fix all with our animals. We have to still do our part um, mm-hmm. for them um, and be willing to do the work that needs, you know, that comes along with having a pet. And then obviously there's different su- supporting tools, whether it be CBD or other things to help that along. But, um, you know, we're going to be focused um, on still bringing some of that education and, you know, doing what we can to be a positive, make positive contributions into the pet uh, space uh, with more education, even around training and things like that. So okay. awesome. you'll see some of that coming from us too. Awesome. Now, where can people find you? Well, we are um, uh, in many stores uh, in the Northwest uh, and also in Texas. Um, and then you can find us if we're not in a retail yet, I say yet, um, where you're at, then you can uh, find all of our products on our website and we ship all over the US. Okay. And what's that website? Uh, Naturalpetlicks.com. Okay. Are you on social media? Oh, yeah. At Natural Petlicks. Yes. Perfect. And that's L-I-X. L-I-X. Yep. I was just going (laughs) to add. Yeah. So um, Facebook, Insta, website. What else are we on? I think we're on anything else yet. There will likely be more to come. Yeah. And I see that you guys are doing a special, is it just for the month of March? Oh yeah. The buy one, give one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, we touched a little bit on the beginning that how Kirsten and I met was, was me um, inquiring to adopt um, a puppy. She was already very involved in rescue um, and they were very stringent on wanting (laughs) to adopt this very cute fat headed little puppy to me because I was, you know, a little bit on the younger side back then. Um, so we got to know each other well, um, and I was really inspired and, um, wanting to also participate in doing what I could to help all the animals. So we, after they did adopt the puppy to me, um, but, uh, which is diesel, the dog on the box. Oh, fun. Um, Yeah. So that's why he's on the box because that's how we met. So kind of a tribute to him. Yeah. Um, And then we went on to do rescue together for many more years and a lot of work on um, specifically at that time, the bull breeds. So when we had an opportunity um, to give back and to highlight rescue and, you know, CBD is such a great product for a lot of these dogs. Once shelters are stressful, the transition Mm -hmm. to rescue, the trans or, you know, the transition to foster home transition to their forever home. A lot of them aren't in the best health conditions. There's just a, a real great opportunity for, for CBD there. And so we want to be able to kind of highlight the rescues and highlight our foundation of where we come from and be able to give back. So that's awesome. That's what we're doing. It's three different rescues that you guys are doing the get one, give one. Yeah, we did Born Again Pitbull Rescue and Mutt is there is under their same umbrella. Um, we knew Born Again Pitbull Rescue through the Northwest. Angie um, is founder of BAPBR. And then also, I think she's one of the co-founders of Meximut as well, or if not the founder, and then brought everybody else in. California Bully Rescue and Vintage Pet Rescue as well. And they do a senior, they do senior rescue work up in the Northwest. 
and then the East California Coast. Boy Rescues all through California. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, you guys. This has been yep. highly educational. <laughs> um, if we have more questions, can we reach out again? Absolutely. Yeah, Perfect. we'll chat anytime. Maybe do more of an advanced CBD lesson. Yeah. Get nerdy. <laughs> oh, yes. Kristen loves that. She's, yeah, she loves Perfect. to nerd out on that. So she's Perfect. your girl. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Animal Rescue Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. Thank you.